Well, good morning to you. I hope you're having a good day. It is Friday, February 17th, 2023. Friday, February 17th, 2023. That is, if you care that it's Friday, most of us poor lugs work the weekend. Anyway, uh, Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. It's very nice of you. Uh, if you can, uh, bring someone with you uh, today or uh, this weekend. That would be awesome. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I actually nailed it. On Twitter, there is this, uh, there is this um, woman that said something in response to Glenn, or, or Glenn Green, Greenwald uh, retweeted her. And, and Glenn Greenwald is a big uh, a Russian Putin apologist. He's a huge one. It's unbelievable how much Glenn Greenwald has changed. And um, I responded to what this woman said, uh, uh, pointing out that it was misleading and a lie. And I said, right after that, I tweeted right after that, watch, I should get a response to my tweet within two to four hours. <laughs> because that's when uh, the workers get to Ogino, you know, the trolls from Ogino in St. Petersburg, Russia. That's when the the uh, the social media, they, they got a huge building with thousands of workers that respond in social media. I said, that's when I will get a response. When they start work, that's exactly what happened. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's Friday. Don't forget to look for that Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. That's when politicians throw something out there late in the afternoon uh, on Friday or on Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Look and see if you can have... I, Trump is probably going to have something to res, uh, respond uh, today uh, to um, uh, the Fulton County, Georgia release of documents. We'll get to that. Anyway, uh, let's start as we usually do <clears throat> with um, the war in Ukraine with Russia. Putin is hosting Lukashenko in Moscow today for talks uh, while, of course, Western leaders uh, meet at the Munich uh, Security Conference. Uh, Russia's state-owned TASS News reported that the pair would uh, discuss military cooperation and security issues during their meeting. Uh, Putin surely would like Belarus uh, uh, completely in the war. Uh, Belarus said yesterday that they would not join unless they were attacked. But they, really, they are in it. As I said before, they are in it because Russia first launched its attack from Belarus. Remember when they attacked Kiev? Uh, United States Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Nuland, said the United States believes Crimea should be demilitarized and supports Ukrainian attacks on military targets there. As do I, by the way. Uh, I can't wait till they bomb that bridge again. You know, the, uh, the, the bridge between the Black Sea and the Sea of Azov. Um, that little strait there. There's a bridge that goes across to Russia. Uh, Putin built it in, when was that, 2019? And it was already bombed once. 
Uh, Newland told the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace in Washington, no matter what the Ukrainians decide about Crimea in terms of where they choose to fight, etc., Ukraine is not going to be safe unless Crimea is at a minimum, at a minimum, demilitarized. She also said <clears throat> Russia had a host of military installations crucial to the conflict located on the peninsula. Newland said, those are legitimate targets. Ukraine is hitting them and we are supporting that. Ukraine has repeatedly said it wants to reclaim all territory annexed by Russia. Moscow has warned any attacks on Crimea would risk a major escalation of the war. Now, of course, there have already been attacks on Crimea by, by uh, uh, Ukraine. A Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova told reporters when asked about um, Newland's remarks, she said, now the American warmongers have gone even further. They incite key, the Kiev regime to further escalate the war. They supply weapons in huge quantities, provide intelligence, and participate directly in the planning of combat operations. Adding that some U.S. officials dreamed like crazies of defeating Russia. And you know what? Hey, I resent that remark. I also dream of it. It's not just, you know, it's, it's not just U.S. officials. Americans dream of it too. So I resent that you leave me out of that. Uh, uh, she also uh, warned Western journalists that if they behave unprofessionally and treat Russia or its people in a rude way, they will not be tolerated. That will not be tolerated. Uh, spokeswoman Maria Zakharova said that when uh, senior Western correspondents met Foreign Minister Sergei Lapdog Lavrov in Moscow, uh, this week, some complained about their working conditions, including the issuance of visas and accreditation. Uh, Zakharova asked reporters how many years were they provided with conditions they were at that were absolutely favorable. That is all over now. Now they will live in a new way. If they do their jobs professionally, they will work. If not, then foreign journalists will not work. If they treat us, our country, and our people rudely, then they are simply not welcome here. In other words, if they, if they report the truth about what's going on, they probably won't be welcome. <laughs> uh, the head of the Finnish Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, Jussi Halo-Aho, uh, says the legislative body will vote on February 28th to approve necessary legislation that will allow the country to join NATO. He said the goal is uh, that the national legislative process required to join NATO is finished during the electoral term. Uh, the legislation is likely to be passed given that most members of parliament are in favor of joining the alliance, uh, which brings Finland a step closer to membership. Of course, we're still waiting for Turkey uh, uh, and Hungary uh, uh, Finland's uh, president, Sali Ninisto, told reporters, it is an expression of our will. Turkey's uh, stance towards our will is exclusively and only in Turkey's hands. Of course, he probably should have said Turkey since that is their name now, but he said Turkey. I just changed it for him. 
Uh, Mikhailo Podliak, senior advisor to Ukraine's president, has reiterated Kyiv's position that it will not hold peace talks with Moscow unless Russia withdraws its forces from Ukraine. Podliak said in a tweet, negotiations can begin when Russia withdraws its troops from the territory of Ukraine. Other options only give Russia time to regroup forces and resume hostilities at any moment. A former security guard at the British Embassy in Berlin has been sentenced by a London court to 13 years and two months in prison for passing highly sensitive uh, information to Russian authorities. The Central Criminal Court of England and Wales heard David Ballantyne Smith collected confidential information for more than three years, including secret government communications with then Prime Minister Boris Johnson and other sensitive documents. Uh, Smith pleaded guilty in November to eight offenses under the Officials' Secrets Act, including one charge relating to passing information to General Major Sergei Chukrov, uh, the Russian military attaché to Berlin in uh, November 2020. A German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, says allies of Ukraine who can supply Kyiv with battle tanks, uh, uh, with battle tanks should really do so now. Uh, he was addressing the Munich uh, Security Conference. Schultz said he would be uh, uh, he would be intensely campaigning for movement on the issue. With Russia's increasing attacks, there could be some losses if Ukraine doesn't get help soon. Uh, whether or not Ukraine has trained enough on those tanks is the question that I would ask. Uh, yesterday, Russia bombarded Ukraine with uh, missiles, uh, while the head of the Wagner Mercenary Group predicted long. The long-besieged city of Bakhmut would fall within a couple of months. A couple of months. Now, did we get tanks over there? Uh, Russia is intensifying its offensive in Ukraine's eastern Luhansk region. Its governor, uh, Sergei Heide, told Ukrainian television, Today, it is rather difficult on all directions because the number of attacks rose significantly. Shell, uh, shelling also increased a lot, even with the Air Force, he said, of fighting near the town of uh, Kremina. There are constant attempts to break through our defense lines. And I, I think Russia sent about uh, uh, nearly 40, 40 more missiles uh, yesterday um, uh, through uh, Ukraine. <clears throat> Russia has appointed new commanders for three of the country's military districts. Uh, the state-owned RIA Novosti News outlet and propagandists has reported Lieutenant General Andrei Mordvichev was chosen as the new commander of the country's central military district, replacing promoted uh, Colonel uh, General Alexander Lapin. Lapin was appointed chief of staff of the country's ground forces last month. Uh, RIA also reported that Yevgeny Nikiforov had become chief of the Western Military District, and Sergei uh, Kuzovlev uh, was appointed as commander of the Southern Military District. Uh, there's been a lot of, you know, flipping of military leaders uh, uh, numerous times uh, in the Russian military because of so many military failures. Um, and I, I, I'm going to finish in, in, in this Ukraine-Russia war with this. How many times have I told you, stay off of balconies and stay away from windows? 
a Russian military official in charge of financial provisions for the military district, blamed for the Kremlin's worst losses in Ukraine, has been found dead after a nasty fall from a St. Petersburg high-rise. Marina Yankina, apparently... Uh, remember, you have Jenny uh, Prigozhin. He was he was complaining that that uh, the red tape was stopping them from getting military supplies to the front lines. Uh, Marina Yankina, head of the uh, Department of Financial Provisions for the Western Military District, was found dead on a sidewalk on Wednesday morning. She is just the latest in a growing list of Russian military officials, defense industry figures, war critics, and gas and oil executives to die suddenly and mysteriously since the start of the full-scale invasion last year. Remember, just last month, we had that uh, guy that fell off his balcony in India, right? Or did he fall from a window or off a balcony? I forget. Uh, anyway, this this woman, the 58-year-old's uh, belongings and documents were found on a balcony on the 16th floor of the building. Russia's investigative committee is looking into the circumstances of the deadly plunge, with their preliminary conclusion being suicide. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I don't want to laugh at anybody's death, but... This is getting ridiculous, the amount of people that fall from balconies in Russia. (laughs) Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the rest of the world. So, let's start with, (coughs) excuse me, on that noose tightening around that bright orange neck, a partial grand jury report in Fulton County, Georgia, was released yesterday. No individuals were named in the report specifically. They withheld those names. Uh, they won't be named until Fannie Willis has finished her review and releases the names of those who will be given to the new grand jury for indictment questions. As far as the voter fraud charges by the far right, the special grand jury was also tasked with uh, figuring that out, unanimously concluded that there wasn't widespread voter fraud in Georgia in 2020, rejecting Trump's conspiracy theories after hearing extensive testimony from election officials, poll workers, and other experts. The grand jury said, uh, the grand jury heard extensive testimony on the subject of alleged election fraud from poll workers, investigators, technical experts, and state of Georgia employees and officials, as well as from persons still claiming that the fraud took place. We find by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took uh, no widespread fraud took place in Georgia 2020 presidential election that could result in overturning that election. The grand jury's conclusions on the fraud matter is important because it once again establishes that Trump was attempting to overturn the results of a legitimate election. The special grand jury also recommended that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis consider indicting some witnesses for perjury. The grand jury received evidence from or involving 75 witnesses during the course of the investigation, the overwhelming majority of which information was delivered in person or under oath. And under oath. Uh, According to portions of the report disclosed yesterday, yesterday, perjury may have been committed by one or more of the witnesses testifying before uh, before it. (coughs) Rudy Giuliani. (coughs) 
Um, and wouldn't it be interesting if Lindsey Graham's name came up? Probably not because he he, they, he had very limited. Uh, he he didn't he probably didn't spend enough time being questioned for uh, for him to to lie bad enough to be considered for perjury. Uh, the grand jury recommends that the district attorney seek appropriate indictments for such crimes. Speaking of the perjury, uh, where the evidence is compelling, uh, Trump did not testify at the grand jury, but that's normal. The target of a grand jury usually doesn't testify. So now we wait for the DA to decide what to do. I'm sure she has decided on the worst perjurers, but will not release that information until the decision is made for all of them. And then an indictment for Trump may follow along with all the others. We shall see. Uh, she said, I mean, this, but of course this was a couple weeks ago. She said that, that indictments were imminent. So I don't know what's going to happen. I, uh, you know, it could have, it could have just happened today. And I just don't know. I didn't see it on the news. There would be breaking news if that happened, but, uh, um, who knows when it's going to happen? Maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll see. Uh, can we finally be done with this nutball of a woman? I, she isn't even a valid person anymore. Uh, the Arizona, she never was really. Uh, the Arizona Court of Appeals has rejected Carrie Lake's challenge to the result of the Arizona gubernatorial uh, election after she appealed an earlier ruling from the Superior Court. If you remember, we talked about this story for weeks because it was nuts what she was asking for. Lake. Uh, Carrie Lake had requested a declaration from the court that she and not her her opponent, Arizona uh, Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs, who won the election with 17,000 votes. She had requested a declaration from the court that she was the actual winner of the election. <laughs> the appeal rejection marks the latest defeat for Lake, who was continually doubled down on her support for former President Donald Trump and false claims that the 2020 election was stolen, as well as her election, Maricopa County Board of Supervisors Chairman Clint Hickman, a Republican, praised the Arizona Court of Appeals' rejection of Carrie Lake's claims. Hickman said in a statement, As we have said, every valid vote was counted in a midterm election that saw near-record turnout. It's way past time to move on. In a tweet Thursday night, Carrie Lake said, we are not finished. Adding that she was planning to take the case to the Arizona Supreme Court, who will spank the hell out of her. <laughs> she said, buckle up, America. Yes, Carrie Lake is going to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt how batshit crazy she and far-right Republicans are, no matter how long it takes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Sometimes you just have to scream. And we've talked about the 2017 tax cuts so many times and how bad they are for the deficit, for the debt, the debt ceiling. Uh, remember those Trump tax cuts to the rich in 2017. You remember them? Now we've talked about the debt ceiling and how Republicans would try and cut entitlements before they would let those tax cuts to the rich go away. But those tax cuts are part of the debt. They are causing problems. They are wiping us out. Those 2017 tax cuts are set to expire in 2025. 
Now a group of, and by the way, that was a little trick that they did. So it would look like they wouldn't be as bad as as they actually were. Now a group of more than uh, 70 House Republicans, led by Representatives Vern Buchanan of Florida, Michael McCall of Texas, introduced legislation this week that would make elements of the 2017 Trump tax cuts permanent. Yeah, that's right. The TCJI uh, 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 Permanency Act would cement into federal law tax cuts for individuals. Uh, the original 2017 tax law, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which is the TCJA, uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, made most of its corporate tax uh, provisions permanent. In a statement Wednesday, the Biden White House said Trump and congressional Republicans deliberately sunset portions of their tax giveaway in order to conceal how much their plan added to the debt. According to a congressional budget office, the CBO, um, Analysis released last year extending the individual provisions of the Trump uh, GOP uh, tax law would cost around $2.2 trillion through 2032. $2.2 trillion. A separate tax policy center analysis estimated that the extension would deliver an average tax cut of $175,710 to the richest 0.1%. So now you know where your GOP allegiances are? Okay, 0.1%. That's not one per- the top 1%. That is billionaires. That is billionaires. That is one-tenth of 1% of the population of the United States. Like 300,000 people. Right? Is that right? Did I do that math right? Or is it 330 people? I, I You know what? I'm, I, my math head isn't working today. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, the richest 0.1% get that. Um... Almost fifty thousand dollars in tax. They they get one hundred seventy five thousand, uh, one hundred seventy six thousand. Almost fifty thousand dollars in tax cuts for the remainder of the top one percent. I mean, I, I don't even make fifty thousand dollars a year. They get fifty thousand dollars in tax cuts. The top one percent. The remainder of the top one percent, excluding the point one percent, um, which is point nine percent of the top one percent. $15,000 of tax cuts for the remainder in the top 5%, which is 4% of the top 5%, to the remainder of the top 10%, and almost $3,000 to the remainder of the top 20%. Let me remind you of this top 20% of the wealthiest Americans. Those top 20% of the richest Americans own almost 90% of the wealth. I believe it's 88%. Uh, and the Republicans want to give them more money. The problem with that is it comes with cuts to the poor, widening the gap between the rich and the poor and demolishing the middle class. Republicans want to make this permanent. The Trump tax cuts of 2017. Already part of it is permanent. 
And we have to make laws to end it. That's the only way we can get rid of it. But they want to make the rest of it permanent and make it even worse. $175,000 a year in tax cuts alone. How many of you listening to me would love to have that much money, just $175,000 to, $176,000, excuse me, pardon me, almost $176,000 to live off of? How many of you would like that? Oh, wow. I, it just angers me. It's It blows my mind that they want to give tax breaks to people who are billionaires. Okay, today, this morning, those five officers involved in Tyree Nichols' murder were in court this morning uh, to be arranged. All five officers pleaded not guilty to second-degree murder. Court proceedings, I guess to their ale- to his alleged murder, I should say. Uh, court proceedings will begin in May. The prosecutors will have time to get uh, discovery. Of course, there's going to be plenty of discovery. There's going to be more videotape, more testimony, etc., we don't know yet if they will be tried together or separately. It's going to depend on how much each officer was involved. There might be one or two that are tried separately. Uh, we talked about Kroger before. Okay, we're moving on. We talked about Kroger before and, and their actions that have hurt communities as well as their consolidation of the market and, and the way they, they, they hurt uh, workers. I remember they closed that Kroger store in... Uh, um, Long Beach, in a neighborhood that really, really needed a grocery store that didn't have any, uh, that was a food desert. Uh, They buy up small chains and put them out of business, solidifying monopolies and markets. Now they want to buy Albertsons. There are a few senators who have some serious questions about this deal, and this deal had better not go through. I want to tell you, man. I, I don't shop at Albertsons, but we don't need more solidification of the market. Uh, at the top of the list, of course, of these senators was Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. And let's include Ron Wyden of Oregon. They want to talk to Kroger's about wage theft. Wage theft. They wrote in a letter to Kroger Company Chairman CEO Rodney McMullen, We are writing today regarding alarming new reports of Kroger's involvement in the uh, and the mistreatment of workers and consumers through widespread and unresolved wage theft. These reports indicate that systemic and widespread errors by Kroger resulted in thousands of your employees experiencing delays and missing wages in their paychecks in late 2022. Warren tweeted, Kroger stiffed its own workers while pushing a merger deal with Albertson that could harm both consumers and workers and that the senators are calling them out for lining their pockets at the expense of their employees. At Kroger, there is a uh, new payroll system uh, that the CEO claimed would make things easier. easier. Apparently, that's not the case. Uh, Okay. If you've ever worked for an app company like you know Uber or Lyft or Grubhub or one of those companies, uh, that type of business, you are aware of the problems with getting paid, okay? You're short in your check and you go, what happened here? So you send them a, a, an email. You can't talk to a person. You send them an email and they respond with an email that has nothing to do with what you inquired about. Nothing. Zero. I'm not kidding. It's frustrating. Then you respond with another email. You idiot. 
I didn't say that. Read it again. If you can't do it, get a supervisor. Then you get another email that says, oh, uh, um, oh, uh, then this is the response. And that response has nothing to do with it. When I was doing Uber, I would have email chains 40 emails long to get reimbursed for $5. And that's what they want to do. They want to rob employees of the money that they're deserved. And they make it as hard as possible for you to collect. It's wage theft. Simple and true. Uh, Anyway. uh, It seems that is expanding. In January, hundreds of Kroger employees, most of them members of the United Food and Commercial Workers uh, Union, Local 400 Union, uh, filed a class action lawsuit alleging widespread wage theft. And I'm surprised there hasn't been that that, uh, case against Uber and Lyft and uh, those other uh, companies. Because every single one of them do the same thing. And this new app that's working at Kroger's is probably copying from them. Uh, The senators... Uh, letters. Uh, the the letter states that given your company's record of anti-worker policies and your ongoing attempt to push through a merger that would harm both consumers and workers, we are writing to request a full explanation of how your workers will be compensated for any lost or delayed wages and how you will prevent future wage theft. The senators asked Kroger to clarify some problems, how many missing or incorrect paychecks were reported to the company in 2022, and how many of these reports were related to the MyTime system. What was the total amount of wages owned, excuse me, owed to workers that Kroger failed to pay in 2022? How much back pay has Kroger issued to date for missing or incorrect paychecks in 2022? Is Kroger continuing to use the MyTime payroll system despite significant uh, accuracy issues? And if so, what steps steps has the company put in place to prevent further wage theft? Have any company executives had pay, bonuses, or other compensation withheld or clawed back as a result of the systemic problems affecting workers' pay in 2022? Uh, That last question is a a thrown-in joke question. Because you know executives didn't have wages slowed down or stolen. It only happens to employees. (laughs) Uh, They went on. Will you commit to fully redressing all workers affected by missing or late pay prior to taking any additional steps to move forward with the Albertsons merger? Warren, Sanders, and Wyden are among the many progressives and labor voices urging the federal government to reject Kroger's proposed merger with Albertson. Uh, together, the two supermarket uh, markets and their subsidiaries employ more than 710,000 workers at, a, uh, at around 5,000 stores in 48 states in Washington, D.C., and rake in $208 billion in annual revenue, second only to Walmart. Now, I will say, I believe uh, Kroger's has only 15% of the market. Walmart has like 20 they have a lot of the market. They have like 20, 25% or something like that. But, and honestly, Walmart needs to be broken up too. They need to break up, uh, uh, they, they have to, they need to sell off their, um, their grocery store 
market. They need to stop selling groceries in their Walmart stores and make it a separate store and then sell it off. That's what they need to do. Uh, Anyway, this new merger will make wage theft worse, and the lawmakers made that known. Uh, It would make wage theft harder for employees to fight and suppress wages due to monopoly concerns. So there's a lot of problems with uh, this merger, and hopefully it will not go through. Uh, That's it. It's Friday. Don't forget to look for that Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Don't step in it. Read it first. Uh, Thanks for listening. Friday, February 17th, 2023. Friday, February 17th, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Uh, Bring someone with you if you can today or this weekend. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.